name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Christ is the greatest and most humble servant. Christ's death and resurrection cleanses us from dead works so that we can serve the living God. He is the example of how we can do that. My reading, both of our readings this morning, Jesus called them to himself and said to them, from Mark, You know that those who are considered rulers over the Gentiles lord it over them, and their great ones exercise authority over them. Yet it shall not be so among you. But whoever desires to become great among you shall be your servant. And whoever of you desires to be first shall be slave to all. For even the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life a ransom for many. Christ gives a new definition of greatness in verse 43 there. By being a servant. By being a slave. And Christ is that for us. That's who He is for each one of us. For even the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give His life a ransom for many. His humility... His example, His sacrifice for us, for you, for me, and for any that would come in faith and repentance. He cleanses us from our sins. He cleanses us from the dead works so that we can serve the living God. In Hebrews... The short passage is a summary of what God has done for us and in turn what we can do for Him as we serve the Holy Trinity. If you ever wonder what the New Testament really, what, what was happening in the Old Testament, Hebrews is a really good explanation of that because it sets forth Christ as our sacrifice our Savior and our Redeemer. But Christ came as the high priest of good things to come with the greater and more perfect tabernacle not made with hands that is not of this creation, not with the blood of goats and calves, but with His own blood. He entered the most holy place once for all, having obtained eternal redemption. For if the blood of bulls and goats and the ashes of a heifer sprinkling the unclean sanctifies for the purifying of the flesh, how much more shall the blood of Christ, who through the eternal Spirit offered Himself without spot, cleanse your conscience from dead works to serve the living God? 
Christ, in contrast to the Old Testament priest, is the high priest of the new covenant. He enters the heavenly sanctuary once for all, and Christ's one sacrifice covers all sins by all people for all time. And He covers it with His own blood. He covers it with His with that which gives us life, His blood. And in doing that, He gives us about three things. Many more than that. But I'm going to mention three things. He heals our corrupt humanity. In other words, it talks about the flesh in here. He restores us to our proper relationship to God. In other words, He cleanses our conscience. He makes it pure and holy that we can relate to God. And lastly, He draws us near to God in in liturgical worship. He draws us near that we might serve the living God. Heals, restores, and draws us near. Christ's humility is seen in our readings today. The effects of His humility is to enable us to serve God and to serve others. That service is what we do with our lives. That service is what we do when we get up in the morning and live through the day and go to sleep at night. Now how do we serve? What do we do? One is by living a holy life. Sometimes that's really hard to do. But with God's grace, all things are possible. And by serving others. Secondly, you can serve others. Parents, Serve your children. That's a tough job when they're squirming and running around and going here and there. But in a lot of ways, that's the way the Lord is with us. When we're squirming and running around and not doing what we need to be doing, God our Father is there to take care of us. To help us, to comfort us, to love us. Children can serve your parents. Any children out there that are listening? <laughs> Listen to what how, how can you serve your parents? What can you do? You can obey them. You don't need to fuss over everything. You can help out with chores at home. And you can be nice to your brother or your sister. All those are ways that the children can serve the living God. We can serve in the church. We can participate. We can pray, sing, chant, pay attention. You can be an altar server. You can clean. You can help out. You can teach. 
You can organize. You can come to work days. You can care for others. You can do for others. You give what we have to the church and to others in terms of food and money or time. You fill in the blank. What would you, what do you do for those places in the church to serve in the church? All we do is for God's glory and for Him. And in so doing, we become holy. We become like Christ as a servant. Serving is not always fun or convenient. And it can be a burden if we let it be a burden. I don't know about you, but Lent and fasting can wear you down so you realize how weak you really are. But that's a good thing. Because with weakness, you're forced to look to God for strength. Same way with sickness. Makes you look to God. Same way with the trials in life that come your way. And just everyday stress makes us look to God. If we just do it, if we will, we make ourselves do it. Weakness humbles us. God wants us to come in humility. Food is needed for physical life. It's needed for strength. And the spiritual food of Christ is needed for our spiritual life. If you don't have that, it's going to be a long, long road. That spiritual food is in the divine liturgy. That spiritual food is Christ Himself that comes to sacrifice, that gives Himself for each of us. This is where we serve the living God. This is where. It's a service we need to participate in physically and spiritually. You come with this body and then inside your spirit participates in that as you listen, you sing, you pray, you ask God for mercy. It's a service that comes from your heart with faith and with love. That service comes from in here that you want to do. Maybe you don't do it perfectly. Nobody does. But you come anyway in faith asking God for grace. Here in the liturgy, we pray for forgiveness. We humble ourselves and ask God for help to be a servant. And to do good works. And to accomplish the holy things that God has given us to do. And to bear our crosses with faith, hope, and love. And to give thanks to God for His love for us. It's a place for thanksgiving. Sometimes it's really hard to give thanks for the bad things that happen. Good things happen when you do that. 
finally, just to quote Father John of Kronstadt, because he says things that I don't know how to say. Truly the church is heaven upon earth. For where the throne of God is, where the awful sacraments are celebrated, where the angels serve together with men, ceaselessly glorifying the Almighty, there is truly heaven. And so let us enter into the house of God with the fear of God, with a pure heart, laying aside all vices and every worldly care. And let us stand with it, within it with faith and reverence, with understanding, attention, with love and peace in our hearts, so that we may come away renewed as though made heavenly, so that we may live in holiness natural to heaven, not binding ourselves by worldly desires and pleasures. In the church is accomplished the mystery of cleansing from sins. Reverence, therefore, the place where your soul is cleansed from all impurity, where you are reconciled to God and are endowed with the true life of the Spirit. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit.